0: From the living room board game to the marquee big screen, it's a murder mystery that's no longer a game. When six invited guests respond to an anonymous invitation to dinner at a mansion, their host is murdered and the mystery delves into a comedic whodunit. Wes and David gather the evidence, investigate the motive, and make the case for the unlikely 1985 ensemble hit comedy mystery, Clue, on View the Right Thing
1: let's all go to the lobby let's all go to the lobby let's all go to the lobby
0: to get ourselves a treat hey welcome back to another episode of view the right thing uh i've got another quarantine special episode with my brother say hi dave hi dave (laughs) perfect uh so it's been uh about a week and uh We've watched another movie. How's how has the last week been for you?
1: Um you know, it's, it's a lot like the week before and a lot like the week before that, and a lot like the week before that. Yeah. Any anything
0: exciting or interesting happened in the last week?
1: I think that silence is a no. <laughs> I'm, I'm really I'm really trying to think if something exciting happened and I, I I want to say, yeah, this thing happened, but no, nothing no. happened. Yeah.
0: No, nothing really happened on our end either. Just more video games and movies and TV shows and unpacking for us.
1: Yeah. I mean it's 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 really I think we've discussed this already. The most pleasant way you could spend a pandemic is in our lifetime. Right. I mean, unless it gets better like a hundred years from now, but this is way better than it would twenty five years ago.
0: Right. Well, um, have you um, have you been watching any
1: like interesting TV
0: or anything?
1: You know, not not particularly. You know, we, we we don't tend to binge watch, um, so we're behind everyone. Um, and uh, my wife likes to hoard the last episode. so we're like on the last episode of like four different TV shows. Oh no. Yeah, it's it's a little bit frustrating. So, you know, it's it's like we're on the last episode of Tiger King, the last episode of The Watchmen, the last episode of something else I can't remember. Um so it's that's why it's good for me to have a few of my own shows.
0: Yeah. Well if you don't watch that last episode, it never ends. I,
1: uh yeah, maybe. I mean there's sometimes there's like another season. Sure.
0: We've been we watching, could. we've been watching Star Trek: The Next Generation, so we could uh, get caught up to watch Picard.
1: Yeah, we've been thinking. Of, we, I mean, we we do that anyway. We we always have on our DVR, uh, four or five of certain shows queued up. So she'll have uh, four or five Dick Van Dykes just in the hopper. Um, as time goes by, there'll be four or five of those on the. DVR. Oh, I like that one. Um, and then uh, usually four or five MASH and four or five. Uh, Star Trek Next Generation. We usually, we don't watch it very often, but on, on a whim, we'll watch the life uh, Tyson cartoon show, which makes us laugh very hard.
0: Wait, which cartoon?
1: The Mike Tyson cartoon. Oh, I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, you, you, I highly recommend it. It's, it's not something that I think you would watch a whole bunch of, but I think they're also short. I think they're like 20 minutes, and I think it's, uh, I think maybe Norm MacDonald is a pigeon in it. It's just, it's genius. As far as I'm concerned, all right. Because Mike Tyson is known for being a genius.
0: Yeah, right. Well, I I think this one's going to be a shorter a shorter episode than last week. I do too. Because there's not again it's it's not like it's a film that was like a you know it's not a of ton of su- subtext or substance to it. But um so we watched Clue.
1: From what year was it? 1985. So one of the first things I asked Stephanie, I said, wow, this is from like the late 90s, huh? And she said, no, I think it's from the early 90s. And then when we looked it up, we thought, wow, I had no idea it was that long ago. Yeah. Well, and it's funny, too, because
0: Back to the Future takes place in 1985. And Christopher Lloyd looks significantly younger in this than he does in Back to the Future, I think.
1: Right. Well, but he doesn't it, mean... He's playing a different character, right? They like, dressed him up funny in the other one.
0: Yeah, and he has like white hair and stuff in the other one, and I don't know. I've just always, I think I've always just seen him. You know, I think back, Doc, Doc Brown has always just been so ingrained in my mind that I've always seen him as just kind of an old man. And I don't think even Doc Brown is that old of a guy. I just think I've just always seen him as old.
1: Well, yeah, you know, else was like that. Now that I've mentioned this, the, the show already, but the guy that played Colonel Potter on Mash. Was not yeah. nearly as old as he played when he was on MASH. Right. Right. Uh
0: so yeah, so Clue nineteen eighty-five. Uh so first things first, did had you seen the film?
1: I had, but it had been forever ago. So I couldn't tell you what ending I saw. I don't think I I don't think I remem- remembered an iota of the of the film, but I had seen it. Yeah. Did you did you enjoy it? I loved it. Yeah, I did too. I loved it. I thought it was like multiple um, sort of styles of comedy crammed into this thing that that were like almost like just specific, like, oh, let's do this thing that, you know, uh, you know that 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 this comedy duo used to do, or that. Uh, the Three Stooges used to do or something that was like a, a mishmash of all that, uh, of a bunch of different kinds of types of comedy, like, over the years put into this film. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I mean, there's so almost, it's like, it's there's it's almost it's like a little who's a- on first bit in the middle of it. There's definitely, like, uh, you know, a curly, like, poke him in the eyes bit there, you know? Yeah, Mr. Body, yeah. Yeah, it's a good, it's, it's such a good cast. Oh, great cast. Really great the- cast.
0: You know, who? Carrie Fisher was almost in it. Who? Carrie Fisher.
1: I I so I just, before I came on, I, I read through the Wikipedia page and saw that. Um, I'll tell you, I didn't know who he was. Um, I, I still don't know his name, but early on, I would actually say through about two thirds of the movie, I thought, "Man, Lenny is killing this movie. He is fantastic." Michael McKeon? If that's Lenny, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: He, he played he's green. He's the Lenny the Squiggy, right? From Orange yeah. Early? Yeah. So he's so good. And the first like I think the first half to two thirds of it, I'm just like this guy, like all the famous people, and Lenny is my favorite in this thing. And then and then you gotta kinda like take a step back and, and like you know, the butler like Goes, goes nuts, like has has a heyday with the show, right? Like it becomes his shit. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I don't know if you saw this, but Tim Curry wasn't even like the first two choices.
1: Well, talk about someone who didn't age very well. Like, I don't, I've never seen him. I, I mean, I must have because I saw a show, but like, I couldn't believe how young and trim he was by the time he gets to like, you know, where I first actually became aware of him was like in 1995 or something like that. He did a TV series called Earth that I think was pretty bad, but I loved it and watched it every Sunday night. Um, and he was in that. He was very evil and, and good. Uh, not evil and good, but good at being evil. Okay. And um, then, of course, Muppet Treasure Island, where also good at... He's older. Um, but, but really kind of let himself go between the movie Clue and those other two uh, periods of his life.
0: Had you not seen... Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, you're right. I, I guess I forgot about that. Yeah. Um,
0: did you see? Did you see the TV version of it? Because he was no. the clown in that. Although you wouldn't be able to tell. No.
1: Talk about Rocky Horror, though. That's that's a good point too. What year was that? Okay.
0: Rocky Horror. Well, that was the 70s, right? Yeah. I mean. Um. 1975 yeah so
1: 10 years before this but i th- i thought also and in the scene where um my i think my favorite do you have a favorite scene
0: oh man do i have a favorite scene I, I you know i really love watching all the endings um for some reason i get a kick out of that uh but an individual scene no i don't i don't think i have a favorite one they're all they're all just kind of I don't know. I just enjoy the whole movie. There's, I think it's. I think it's a really good movie. So I liked a lot
1: of it. Um, I laughed very, very hard. I don't know why. At the scene where the police officer comes in and they're making out with the dead bodies, oh, yeah. which is both gross and hysterical at the same time. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: I like. Um. I like a lot of the Yvette stuff. I think it's pretty. Like, I. I really like when she's like, you know, she doesn't want to go upstairs because it's dark and she's afraid of the dark. And the two first you guys go, I'll go with you. <laughs> and and then Mr. Green goes, I won't.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was good. And Mr. Green was excellent. Yeah, I thought it was a good movie. That's a good choice. How'd you choose that movie?
0: Well, you we had we had a conversation like months and months ago where I can't remember exactly what the conversation was about, but I think you were saying you know, it might have been about knives out and you were uh, saying like it's such a good cast. I don't think there's ever been a cast put together this well before, and I was like, well, but you know, this is kind of the same kind of movie. But Clue has such an incredible cast. It's like, it's I can't I can't think of who I would replace in the cat. Maybe Mr. Body, maybe, but he's so inconsequential that like you don't really doesn't really matter if you replace him or not. i to very
1: uh, hypercritical. You know who I would if you're gonna be hypercritical. You know who I was yeah. most disappointed in was that Lloyd. Yeah, like I, I, I wanted I wanted some Doc Watson kind of like or you know, like Doc Watson. Is that what I mean? Doc What is what's his name? The Doc from I wanted some more like craziness out of him or something and he was kind of Oh Doc Brown. Doc Brown, sorry. He was kind of like fine. I mean he was really okay. adequate in that role, but like he was he was maybe the least interesting character uh in that movie.
0: Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Like, you know, it's funny, um, for a lot of the movie, I kept I kept kind of going, because I haven't seen it in a while, I kept thinking, I remember Madeline Kahn being better in this, or like bigger. Good. I thought she was so good. And, but, but I, I felt like, like the whole movie, I kept kind of going, you know, I feel like she's like subdued, but then I think in the second half, she becomes a lot better. Yeah. Like, she does like the little scream thing, and then... The best is the ad-lib line about the flames. The flames, yeah. on the side of my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's my favorite line of the whole movie. I think. Yeah. Uh, did, you, did you know there's a there's a fourth uh, a fourth ending that they shot, but they didn't. Uh, they never. They've never included it on any release. Oh no, I didn't know that. So there's an ending where 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 uh, Wadsworth has killed everybody and gets away. And he's poisoned everybody's drinks with a slow acting toxin. And the police come in and they catch him and they like punch him and stuff. And then he goes to reenact the whole thing for the police. And while he does that, he slips out the front door and locks everybody in. And then he gets in his car and drives away. And as he's driving away, um, you see he's driving the car and the dogs, the dog house are in the car with him and They start growling
1: and stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah. Apparently that was too dark. Yeah, that would good. I have a bit of a dark side, though. All right, well, I think that's a good yeah. choice. Yeah. Um. That,
0: I wish I wish that we could have seen this in the theater when when
1: it was out. Yeah, you know? I It would have been fun. Like, been more of a, well, so, yeah. I'll tell you something. Yeah. So when I, when I went to – I think it would have been more interesting, right, Um. Like it have it felt like a group activity with all of the strangers in the in the theater. I think. Yeah.
0: Would do you think? Do you think it would have been the kind of thing that you would have gone multiple times to try to see the different
1: endings? I don't because I wouldn't have the patience for the first seven eighths of the show to watch again.
0: Oh yeah, there is a movie um, that came out. Two years ago, I keep trying to remember what it's called i actually i have it, but I can't remember what what the name is because there's another another movie that's similar to it um not unfriended i don't believe um it's a movie like that it's a horror movie and it's actually done really well um but they they did three different endings and uh and then they just released them randomly in different. In different theaters, hmm. and so I got, we got like, oh, it is unfriended. It's the second unfriended film, unfriended the dark web, from two thousand eighteen, and uh, they released released three different versions uh, in the theater, which I thought was pretty yeah. cool. And it was well received that way. Well, they didn't tell anyone; they just did it, oh. and then I I went and saw the movie opening weekend just because I was I really enjoyed the first film, and. I liked this one and then I went home and was looking up some information about it and and people were talking in forums and they were saying so I have a friend who worked at a movie theater and and they have uh, you know on their their real listing they have unfriended ending A and unfriended ending B <laughs> and so so people started like looking more into it and it turns out they did three different versions in the theater awesome. that's great
1: here's a here's a interesting thing that I don't know how this works out um so, <clears throat> when you when you bring up Clue, um, it says that 91% of Google users like this movie. Yeah. It also says on Rotten Tomatoes, it only got 62%. Uh,
0: by critics or by audiences?
1: I don't know. This is just like whatever. I don't know what. Let me see if... Okay. Let's see.
0: Let me... Okay. See I'm looking at Rotten Tomatoes now. I'm trying to pull it up right now. Clue. See, oh, here we go. I don't know where I got
1: that number from. Oh, uh, no. See, uh, critic consensus is 62 percent. Audience score 86 percent. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so they have their top critics, which are, you know, people who are from an accredited film, you know, publication, RogerEbert.com or whatever, right? Um, they rated it on average about 60 percent so would you so, say this makes them you know. out of like
1: the group of them out of touch with the group of audience con- consumers of this movie
0: i think that no i mean look i mean if i were to like be really really critical about the film there's you know there's probably some mistakes in it it's probably dated and you know it probably like who knows what was out at the time? You know the time period and when it, when a movie's released and a critic reviews it, that that can affect like how people feel about it. And times change. Yeah. Um, it definitely got a, it definitely got a cult following after it got released on video. Um, so you know, there's there's a whole bunch of different factors that can kind of go yeah, into that. It uh, We saw that we saw that a couple years ago with um, I don't know if you saw the movie Venom. Mm, I
1: like, no, I wanted to, but I didn't see it.
0: So you know, as a as a Spider Man fan, as a comic book guy, like that movie should have been made for me. Like I, I should. Which movie you think you were gonna it like it before it came out? I I I did not like the movie at all. Or not not at all. I shouldn't say I didn't like it at all. Um, I thought that it was kind of a fun a fun movie, but it's made really really badly. And so when somebody says you know is Venom a good movie? It's like well you probably enjoy watching it, but it's not a good movie. Um, but this was, I'm pulling it up right now. I'm just trying to get the the audience rating right now. The critical, the critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes is 29%. Okay. Fully rotten. The audience score for Venom is 80%. Wow. So sometimes how well a movie's made doesn't really matter if like the audience has a really good right. time. Right? right? But But there's stuff in that movie where like there's a huge plot hole in Venom and then there's like, there's like a car chase scene and they just recycle footage, like they they drive past this movie theater with like big lights and stuff. It doesn't. It's not like it's a small building, um, and they just recycle footage of them going past that like three or four times in the chase scene. And it's just like it's just kind of like poorly made, um, but you know it's exciting and it's kind of funny. And um, Tom Hardy is fun to watch just in just about anything. And so I think people liked it. Didn't really matter what the the critics yeah. thought.
1: Well, all right. Well, I think I think this was a good a good choice for us. All right, yeah. Let me tell you what I'm thinking about for next week. All right. Well, yeah, fun. but I think I think I'll, I'll tell you what I was thinking. So, if, there's a bunch of stuff that that's out that we haven't seen, um, but you've probably seen it recently, so it probably is not as much fun for you to see something you've seen in the last nine months or something.
0: That's all right.
1: Well, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff we haven't seen. We still haven't seen Jojo Rabbit. We still haven't seen, uh, I don't know what that one movie called, Something About Hollywood, Fear and Lowsomeness in Hollywood. Once upon a yeah, time one. in Hollywood. And then um, we haven't seen those. Um, I also was, when I was watching this, I was thinking about old movies. And I was like, oh, you know, I I think it was kind of a dumb girl movie, but I sort of like Legally Blonde. So I could do that. Never. I've never seen. Um, so while. I could do that, um, and then if we wanted a theme, we could do an old movie, and we could do uh, "April in Paris" because April and we can't go to Paris.
0: Okay. I don't. I don't know that I've seen "April in Paris." Either. I mean, April. I think it's. I think it's a classic. "April in Paris." Let me look it up. It's got a song and everything. Huh.
1: I worry. I worry that I get black and white. Think, I typically uh, won't watch black and white or Technicolor. But if we want, you will not like, you won't watch. I, black it's and white. really hard for me. Huh. I like black and white I photography. I don't like black and white movies very much. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't choose to be born uh, so I could watch black and white in that time frame, so I could watch black and white movies. I'm all about color and 3D. <laughs> okay. Uh let me see let me see what's easily available for you okay. to
0: stream. You know, if if you know April in Paris, you can't even stream it, then there's no real right. point, right? Um sorry, my internet's been a little slow today. So we're gonna look up April in Paris first. What's that Um are you using that app? Up? Yeah, just watch. April in Paris from nineteen fifty two. Uh, yeah, I can rent that. You can rent it, or you can stream so,
1: it. I can rent it. I can't, you can't stream it. It's, not, it's on Amazon Prime's top uh, movies that people look for.
0: It says you can you can rent it on Amazon for a dollar ninety nine. Terrible. Um, or we can look up Legally Blonde. It's another one I haven't seen so. I would rather if we were going to watch one of those newer ones. I would rather rewatch Jojo Rabbit. I think it's the better film. Um, I'm not a big Tarantino fan. You have to, you have to rent Legally Blonde too. It looks like. Yeah. Well, it's up to you. Whichever one you whichever one you think. I've not seen either Legally Blonde right. or April in Paris, so it's your. All right. Your well, we'll let's
1: leave our like if anyone's made this far into the podcast, let's leave them in suspense. And I will uh, consult with my roommate and uh, tell you tomorrow. Okay.
0: All right. Sounds good then. Wow, this wasn't... How roommate. short is it? Well...
1: That's perfect. I, I mean, I can barely listen to anything I have to say for more than five. Yeah. All right. All right. Um. Great.
0: Trying to think if there's anything else about Clue that's interesting. It's funny. It's about. witty.
1: It's it's different kinds of comedy. Great actors.
0: If you're a board game fan, you know. I guess. Yeah. Like, they, yeah, they do. They do a lot of. They do a lot of like small things, like you know, all the rooms are in the right place based off of the board. The floor looks like the floor on the on the board. Um, the when they when they split up, they all take their their matchsticks. And they split up. They do that in turn order, in correct turn order, you know, starting with Miss Scarlet yeah. and so on. Um, so that's that's kind of neat. They, they, Wadsworth, I think the original people who made the game was uh, they were called Waddington was the name of the company. So like Wadsworth, I think is sort of a a nod to that. Oh, the the color of all their cars is their they don't their clothing is the opposite of their color in the game, but the the cars that they drive are the actual colors of their faces. So, you know, just so some neat little things that I thought were, you know, if you're a board game fan, you know, but. So, yeah, all right. I'll talk to you tomorrow. And now we. So I'll talk to you tomorrow. All right. All right, everyone. We will see you soon.